At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. This is Bet Center on VSIN, the sports betting network. Welcome back. It's VEASAN's Bet Center. I am Jeff Parles. Happy to be with you. LSU almost had their moment. Max Johnson incomplete on third, on, excuse me, on fourth down and goal from the seven. Down 20 to 14 and LSU comes away with nothing. And Alabama holds with 641 to go in the fourth quarter. Alabama six and a half point live favorite. LSU is going to cover 28 and a half, but again, the big deal here is if Bama loses, more than likely finished in the run for the college football playoff, Texas A&M would actually be the team in the driver's seat in the SEC West, as wild as that is, due to their win in College Station against Bama earlier in the year. But it's going to be very interesting to see what the committee does in these next rankings with Alabama really just not looking Good at all against an LSU team that this is not a good football team. They uh, they have the win against Florida, which by the way, Florida's losing to South Carolina forty to ten. So how much can you actually take of that? But it's really unimpressive here from Bama, who uh, of course next week uh, can't say it's a look ahead spot. They get New Mexico State next week, which the question of that is how high can that line get? Say 55 and a half. That's my guess on Bama, New Mexico State for next week. But very unimpressive from Alabama here. Uh, Only averaging five yards a play. 278. Even game on the yards. Been a defensive struggle more than anything. Very surprising for Alabama in this one against uh, LSU, who, again, 28 and a half point underdog LSU was in this one against Alabama. Other scores, Oregon, uh, I I was a little premature on saying they scored. They did punch it in, though, on the following play. And Oregon leads 17-9 over Washington. Right now, Ducks, eight-and-a-half-point favorites up in Seattle. Washington has the ball near midfield on the move, nine-and-a-half to go in the third quarter. Live total, 43-and-a-half. Again, Oregon, 30-to-1 in the Futures book, needing to just keep winning. And looking at Oregon's schedule here, you win tonight. The remaining three regular season games for the Ducks. They get Wazoo, who actually is in second place right now in the Pac-12 North, at home at Odson next week. Then at Utah, which is really the biggest showdown remaining in the regular season in the in the Pac-12. Because Utah, Utah is going to be coming to Vegas. Beat Arizona next week, and that race is over. Period. Done. No one can catch them in the Pac-12 South if they win next week. And Arizona, even though they snapped their 20-game losing streak today, Arizona's not going to beat Utah. I can can tell you that for sure. And then Oregon gets Oregon State uh, Civil War action the final week of the year. Look, if the Ducks go 12-1, on the virtue of that win at Ohio State in Week 2, 
I believe they probably should be in unless if you get a scenario where Ohio State wins out and they're impressive doing it and Oklahoma goes undefeated and Alabama beats Georgia. That's the scenario where Oregon probably gets left out. Where it, the Michigan one is an interesting one, too. I don't know what the committee would do with a 12-1 Michigan and a 12-1 Oregon. But Oregon wins out. I think they're, they're probably getting in at this rate. By the way, Alabama with two straight first downs as they're trying to at least get a score and push this lead up on LSU, make it three straight first downs uh, out to midfield. Alabama... Man, LSU missed their moment. That was the moment. They needed to score a touchdown, take the lead, and really put the pressure on Alabama. And LSU just not good enough to take advantage of the potential moment there against the Tide. Uh, Oregon forces a punt by LS, uh, by uh, Washington, I should say, also. So the Ducks get it back up by eight as uh, we play now in the third quarter there in Seattle. Other live scores right now. How about this? The Clemson Tigers... Five and three on the year. Our guy Sean King correctly saying they would lose three games this year. Sean may uh, may have over may have overshot it at this rate. Uh, that's going to be an incomplete pass. Uh, Louisville is about to get the ball back, leading twenty four to ten. Early stages, fourth quarter. Right now, you see it on your screen. Louisville three and a half point favorites against Clemson, live with a total of fifty four and a half. It is really amazing how bad this Clemson team is offensively and really as a whole. New Leungalele, he's not even playing poorly tonight by what we've seen from him so far this year. He's 14 to 23 for a buck 73, two touchdowns, no turnovers. He's played all right. And it hasn't mattered. Uh, Louisville, six yards of play, clearly the better offensive team. It's been Malik Cunningham with his legs in the second half. Up to 14 carries for 138 and two touchdowns on the ground. He hasn't done much throwing it. A nine for 15 for 105, but. Look, uh, Louisville right in this game, leading by seven, getting the ball back with 14 uh, minutes to go. Actually, I should say Clemson getting the ball back. Uh, uh, Louisville uh, was the one who just punted. So Clemson getting it back down seven against Louisville. Also, Bryce Young just called for a penalty, uh, the the, uh, intentional grounding call on Young. So that just got a little more interesting yet again in LSU-Alabama. So that will push the ball back into Alabama territory after the penalty on Young. Uh, again, uh, Alabama only leading LSU. I don't think that was a good call. I think that was actually a terrible call. Running back's right there. Huh. Very, very interesting. I don't know why they called that. The running back was right there. Why did they call that grounding? Okay. Second and 20 for Bama at their own 39. So a big opportunity for LSU's defense to get off the field. Again, LSU, a pre-flop 28.5-point favorite, plus 850 money line right now. Young, oh, what a play by Bryce Young. Bryce Young gets 16 yards on second and 20 with his legs. So Alabama now will have third and short. Uh, That was probably a missed opportunity for LSU's defense to really force Bama into a big problem there with a third and long and maybe a scenario where they actually still have to punt there. Uh, other scores, uh, Tennessee-Kentucky, intriguing game in the SEC East. Tennessee leading 45-35 early fourth quarter in Lexington. Kentucky, a 7.5-point live dog right now. Live total 93.5. This game already well over 
the pre-flop total in this one. Again, another impressive performance, as we've said, from Hendon Hooker, the quarterback for Tennessee, uh, as Tennessee did just punch it in. Hooker, 15-19 for 3-17 and four touchdowns. Very impressive. Not a lot of attempts. It really looks like the Tennessee hasn't run a lot of plays. Oh, they haven't. Tennessee's averaging 12 and a half yards a play right now. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Wow. And against a defense that's pretty good. They have 408 yards on 33 plays, Tennessee. Kentucky's 81 plays run and is losing the game by 10. That's incredible stuff from Kentucky. 45-35 uh, Vols just punched it in to go up 10 on the Wildcats early fourth quarter there at uh, Kroger Field in Lexington. Uh, Oregon uh, with the ball back, leading 17-9. half point live favorites right now as they have it back. Live total 41.5 on that one. Michigan in command against Indiana. A line currently off the board, but the Wolverines up 16-23 to 7. Really, no, really, that result's really never been in doubt. Kind of like that Northwestern game of two weeks ago for Michigan where they struggled for a half and then really put the clamps down defensively against an inferior team in the second half. Speaking of Northwestern, Iowa Northwestern, the spread in doubt here, Iowa closed 12.5-point favorites, leading 17-6 right now, early fourth quarter in Evanston. Uh, right now, uh, Iowa with the football here in that thir- here in that fourth quarter. They have it at their own 36-yard line right now on DraftKings. No spread currently off the board live. You know, uh, minus 4,000 on Iowa against Northwestern, 17-6 as they play in the fourth quarter there at Ryan Field in Evanston, Illinois. There's a timeout in Alabama LSU right now. We'll give you another update. 3.15 to go. Alabama 20, LSU 14. Bama has a third and five at the LSU 41. As Alabama, again, trying to stave off what would be a shocking upset at the hands of LSU. They would lose, again, leading by six. Two more first downs, probably enough to get the game in hand for Bama. Uh, Of course, Bama's remaining schedule, uh, a ridiculous game against New Mexico State next week. And then they get Arkansas and Auburn uh, there at Jordan-Hare the final week of the season in the Iron Bowl. So, Alabama still, again, try get to the SEC championship game, beat Georgia, you're getting in the playoff for Bama, who's ranked number two in the inaugural rankings this week. You lose this game, probably done in the playoff chase. If you win out in the regular season, get to the Georgia game and lose, lose a close game, maybe Alabama would still get in with some help across the board in college football. Looking to a few later games in college football tonight, uh, Seven it's starting uh, starting momentarily, uh, UTSA and UTEP a big game for the Roadrunners who by the way are still undefeated even though they were unranked. Roadrunners a twelve point favorite against UTEP total fifty three. I would only look to bet the minors. You have five minutes to go before that game starts. Uh, UTEP coming off a, a big loss last week against uh, FAU, but that UTEP team's been significantly better than we would have thought going into the year. Uh, losing 28-25 last week to Florida Atlantic. 12-point dogs at home. That may be worth a play there on a game that's uh, five minutes away from starting there in El Paso. We'll have two games later to look at as well in college football, but coming up next, Vinny Maliulo. 
Vsin Finney, of course, of Gone Gaming, and us here at Vsin. We're gonna he's we're gonna get to hear from him next on the data was behind the counter in college football and looking ahead tomorrow in the National Football League. That's next on Vsin Bet Center. Day. This is Bet Center on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Indeed helps find great hires fast, and Indeed is your all in one platform for interviewing, screening, and hiring high quality people. Visit Indeed.com slash credit for more. It is VSIN's Bet Center. I'm Jeff Parles. Happy to be with you. We'll get to Vinny. Maliulo in a second. Quick update, though, at Brian Denny. Alabama had a third and five when we went to break. Bryce Young fumbled. LSU recovered. But now after a one-yard gain and two incompletions, LSU has a fourth and nine on the Alabama side at a 50 with 240 to go, trailing 20 to 14. Uh, again, LSU, one of the, the, I think they were the third biggest underdog in the country today at the FBS level. Uh, 28.5-point underdog, trailing by six with 2.40 to go with the football on a fourth and nine coming. But let's bring him in. Vinny Maliulo, of course, of Gone Gaming, and with us here on VEASAN. Vinny, thanks for being with me tonight. Let's just hop right in as this play's going. Ibama somehow doesn't hold this lead. What, what, what do you think happens in this college football thought process here with, of course, Bama not even having uh, the direct line to Atlanta if they were to lose here? They're done. They should be done. I mean, uh, first of all, good to be with you, Parlay. Uh, mm-hmm. And uh, the, the thing about it is uh, you, Texas A&M takes over uh, on mm-hmm. that side of the SEC, uh, as, you know, especially since they beat Bama. So uh, if Bama goes down tonight, for all intents and purposes, all the people that are going to be talking, well, they're going to let a two-loss team in. Well, look, uh, it's the SEC, uh, but uh, the bottom line is, um, you know, and, and we're watching it as, as we speak here, uh, you know, it's you know Alabama still got to uh, still if they win this game they're still in a good position, uh, Jeff. But uh, the bottom line is got to give all the credit in the world to LSU tonight. Bama, Bama really didn't show up at home tonight. No, I don't not- know if they got uh, you know if they started reading a little bit about what uh, you know what, how big of favorites they are. But uh, I'll tell you what, I give all the credit in the world to the Tigers in this one. So Johnson incomplete on fourth down. So Alabama able to hold Vinny. Uh, they'll have a first and 10, LSU with one timeout remaining and 2.36 to go. Uh, so maybe LSU gets one crack at it with uh, a little over a minute to go down six. But uh, it well, seems Alabama's that, still got to protect the ball too, right? Yes, yes. It seems, at least for now, that Bama may have escaped the worst of it, though, Vinny. Yeah, maybe, maybe. So we'll see what happens. But, you know, Jeff, let's you talk about, you know, we did this earlier in the week on several shows talking about, uh, the, you know, the the rankings and all that. We, we really, you know, with all due respect, don't pay attention to the rankings. The rankings are a completely different set of circumstances. What we do is pay attention to the, to, to the power ratings. Uh, it's about ratings, not rankings. And uh, uh, the reality is the two top teams at the, uh, at the top of the, of the power ratings right now are Georgia, who really did, you know, solidify their position tonight. Uh, and uh, and uh, Alabama. So uh, you know the whoever's three four. 
just give us the matchups. We'll make the prices. But uh, like I always say, you know what? There are polls and then there are prices. And that's, uh, that's what we pay attention to. Vinny Maliulo with us right now. Get him on the tweets at Decent Vin, Vinny. Of course, you find him on many shows across the network uh, throughout the week. Uh, Vinny, just uh, this day as a whole, and of course you bring it up, you're looking at power rankings, not ratings. Uh, and it, as you know, uh, Ohio State was ranked number five, but you guys behind the counter have Ohio State more at number three. And after a, a disappointing performance today for them, they do get the win against Nebraska, but uh, not not uh, overwhelming in a nine-point win. Uh, Michigan State goes down as well in the Big Ten. Michigan rolling as well. But, but Vinny, looking at that Big Ten race down the stretch here, what do you think? Uh, what, what do you think we see these last few weeks? And from the bookmaking perspective, if you were making a handicap right now, how big of a favorite is Ohio State still to win that conference? Uh, I mean, you have to you have to consider them to be the favorite. I mean, they went into a very difficult setting today. Uh, give all the credit in the world to to Nebraska today, but at the end of the day, Buckeyes found a way to win. So, you know, uh, again, the committee would in, in their you know in their minds, what they look for is style. We look for results, and there, you know, there are difficult, difficult settings to go into. And first of all, you got teams like Georgia, Alabama, Ohio State, Oklahoma. These are teams at Notre Dame. They're going to get everybody's best efforts. So forget about style points and everything. I mean, we've got Ohio. I mean, to me personally, in my rankings, I've got Ohio State number three. They're going to still be number three in Mm -hmm. terms of the power rating coming out of this weekend. So. Uh, yeah, did they suffer a loss earlier this year? Uh, yeah, they did. But you know what? It's about now, and they they've grown from it, and uh, they they survived. They, they they didn't survive today. Cincinnati survived today. But again, I give their cre- defense uh, credit for that. Um, but you know, Jeff, it's it's a situation where uh, you know the committee's got a whole different set of uh, criteria that they look at. We don't look at that. We look at the results. And again, when we post the numbers. Sometimes you know, you're you watching on TV, you see this oftentimes, is it a real upset? No, it's not a real upset. You know, when, when a higher-ranked team in the eyes of the polls is beaten, well, let's remember, who was a favorite in the game? That's, uh, that, you know, and, and, and that, that's what, uh, that, that, that'll tell you who the upsets are. Vinny, uh, LSU is going to have a chance here. They're going to get it back uh, after a third-down stop. Uh, they'll have... Probably a little under a minute and no timeouts down six against Alabama, 20 to 14. Again, Bama trying to close out LSU. Uh, LSU is going to cover the 28 and a half point line, uh, but they may have a chance to shock the world outright here. Uh, but, Vinny, let's uh, go to tomorrow, of course, in NFL Sunday, week number nine. From your perspective behind the counter, what game has been hit the most so far this week? Believe it or not, the Houston Texans. There we go. Uh, it's a game. There you go. Right off the right off the bat, right in the rotation. The first game on the schedule. Uh, it's the Dolphins hosting the Texans, and the Dolphins opened as a seven-point favorite. Jeff, you, you know what you're seeing? Fives, five and a halves now. Why? Because Tyrod Taylor's going to play, and he hasn't played since week two. Um, a bit risky here. Uh, a definitely, uh, you know, a wounded team is uh, is a dangerous team. So that game has moved the most right now, but you've got uh, teasers, uh, every teaser from the other night with the Colts going to the Cowboys, going to the Ravens, going to uh, certainly the uh, the Chiefs because the Chiefs uh, are, are now a, a touchdown favorite over the Packers uh, 
uh, you know, uh, with the with the Aaron Rodgers uh, injury. But that th- those are those are the games that have uh, really seen uh, the most movement right now. By the way, the Bills will be in every teaser as well, even though they're on the road as uh, fourteen and a half point favorites. Even even uh, still laying more than a touchdown, uh, even on the teaser for the Bills. Of course, uh, the biggest favorite on the board this week against uh, against the Jacksonville Jaguars. You mentioned the Packers there. Of course, uh, we were on the air on a numbers game on Wednesday when Aaron Rodgers was ruled out with the COVID positive test. Of course, Jordan Love going to make his first career start. Uh, Vinny, just to, just take us behind the counter when that is happening. Uh, when a situation like that happens, just what's the the process? to pulling the line, getting everything up, and how long does that usually take? It doesn't take long. You just try to get a feel for it, right? You, you want to get, obviously, everybody's fighting for the information, right? So the first thing you do is hold up on it and make sure you get confirmation. And once it was confirmed that he wasn't going to be there, then you make the adjustment. Now, let's remember this, too. In the case of Aaron Rodgers, Jeff, there's nobody in, in the last several years that's meant more to the number than Aaron Rodgers. Mm-hmm. I mean, we've seen games where his difference uh, could be as many as nine points, depending on the opponent. So uh, we did make an adjustment here to it. Now, this game, too, in some spots, ran up uh, through eight, uh, and then it came back down. Um, so you, you, you try to, you, you simply, you, you're, you're, the procedure is this. Let's hold up on it. Let's get, first of all, find out if it's accurate, which in this case it was, obviously. And then you make an adjustment. You also make an adjustment based on the remaining personnel. And uh, let's face it, the Chiefs are not the Chiefs of the last couple of years. Uh, the Packers have shown the ability to be uh, to adjust if they if they can get everybody else to rally around the youngster uh, love. Then, well, if they can run the ball, then you got to believe that, that, that there's value there. I know that you know uh, the, the uh, professional betters out there are looking to take as many points as possible with the Packers. I mean, they are the number one seed right now in the NFC. So if you can get a t- more than a touchdown with them, that, that's where the value is in the minds of professional betters, and that's what they grab. But right now we're uh, we're sitting at seven, and uh, pretty good two-way action right now on uh, on this one. Vinny, uh, we have about thirty seconds here before we have to go. Uh, of course, Breeders' Cup today at Del Mar, the cl- the classic won by Nick's Go, who Vinny didn't even run in any of the Triple Crown races. Didn't run any triple crown races first time uh, at a mile and a quarter. And I will tell you this, wired the field, credit to Nick's go, a great race. Uh, probably the second most bet race of the year in the United States, the Breeders' Cup Classic, second only to the Kentucky Derby, Jeff. There you go. And we wait one more year for that to come back around, Vinny. So, uh, uh, Vinny, though, thank you so much for being with us. Of course, he's Vinny Maliulo. Get him on the tweets at Vincent Vinny. Of course, you can see him on shows across the network. And, of course, behind the counter at the South Point. If you go say hello, Vinny, we'll give you a nice smile and a handshake. Vinny, thanks for uh, being with me tonight. Take care, Jeff. Good to be with you, buddy. Enjoy the evening. Catch some tickets tomorrow. Uh, I, I, that's that's the hope, Vinny. That's the hope for sure. <laughs> when we get back, LSU is going to have a Hail Mary attempt against Alabama. We'll tell you if they're successful and... Eric Eager, a pro football focus, joins us as well. This is Beth Center on VSN, the Sports Betting Network. Shoot for victory, stream live TV, play for free. This hoop season with the Hulu Plus live TV prediction series. Join four free-to-play prediction pools 
for your shot at $20,000 in total cash prizes. Head to DraftKings.com slash Hulu now to get in on the action this hoop season. It is the time to have Hulu Plus Live TV. Terms and conditions apply and other eligibility restrictions apply as well. See DraftKings.com for details. Alabama survives LSU. A Hail Mary attempt by Max Johnson falls incomplete. LSU got called for a face mask on the play anyway. So Bama survives. They win 20-14 to to fight another day in the chase for the college football playoff. I'm Jeff Barles, and now with us, though, he works for Pro Football Focus, one of the smartest guys covering football there is. It is Eric Eager. Eric, uh, thanks for being with us tonight, and let, let's just dive right in to what is a very interesting card tomorrow in the NFL. And let's start in Cincinnati. The Bengals host the Browns. The Browns had a had a heck of a week. Of course, Odell Beckham no longer uh, will officially no longer be a member of the team on Monday. Uh, he'll be released. The Bengals coming off of a wild loss to the New York Jets is an 11.5 point favorite. Tomorrow, Eric, uh, Bengals laying two at home and a total of 48 for this one. Yeah, I, I, you know, when I looked at this game, obviously teasing the Browns up, even without Odell, very smart play. I think over is a very smart play. Now, it's moved up from 46 and a half all the way up to, as you said, 48. Um, weather here, you know, PFF offices in Cincinnati, I can tell you uh, from standing outside right now, uh, weather is pretty good here. Um, and I think you're going to see two offenses that move up and down the field. I, I, I think uh, over is probably a play until you get to that 49 mark. Eric, is there, uh, how do you think this whole Odell situation ends up working uh uh, mentally here for Cleveland. Of course, we know the numbers. We know that the, the talk of always, oh, Baker was actually better without Beckham. But now that he's actually gone, what do you what do you expect from Cleveland tomorrow in that game? Yeah, I, I think you expect less uncertainty, right? I think with Cleveland, with Odell, you expected sort of like more of a downfield attack. You expected, you know, some big plays. And, we, you know, without Odell, in my opinion, I think, you know, you just, you get more of what you saw last season with the Cleveland Browns offense. And, and to me, that's enough to make the playoffs. That's enough to be a contender in the AFC. And that's enough to, uh, you know, sort of, you know, make, make some waves. Now, is it enough tomorrow to beat the Bengals? I'm not sure. Eric Eager with us right now here on VEASAN's Bet Center. Of course, Eric uh, of Pro Football Focus. Get him on the tweets at PFF underscore Eric. Uh, let's uh, let's keep it in the AFC North. The Ravens off the bye. They play Minnesota tomorrow. The Vikings, of course, coming off uh, a really bad loss on Sunday night to Cooper Rush and the Dallas Cowboys. Uh, right now, Eric, uh, Ravens six-point favorites. Total moving on up, 50-and-a-half now. Yeah, I think at some point you do have to consider the under. I do think the Vikings play maybe a little bit too much uh, close to the vest. You saw that Sunday night uh, against Dallas where, you know, Dallas – going into the game was the second worst team in the NFL in yards per play allowed. They had generated a lot of turnovers, but they weren't necessarily a great defense. And, and the Vikings sort of buttoned it up a little bit. Um, but this number keeps on moving, right? And, and to me, uh, I think over is the only play until you get to 51. Once it gets over 51, maybe you can consider the under. Uh, the, I think the spread's probably about fair. Um, the Vikings have all the ingredients to play well. But as I tell people a lot of times, you can't coach your bet. And if you get to coach the Vikings, I agree that plus six 
is probably a good play. But Mike Zimmer coaches the Vikings, and Mike Zimmer likes the Vikings to play a very conservative offense. And to that end, uh, I don't necessarily know if they're going to do enough to cover this number, especially early in the game. Eric, I couldn't have said it better myself because just looking at Minnesota's season so far this year, uh, week one probably should have been a win against Cincinnati. He had the, the Dalvin Cook uh, fumble that I don't think was a fumble, but ref said it was and didn't get overturned on replay, and Cincinnati kicked the field goal and won. Uh, missed short field goal by Greg Joseph where Minnesota was settling at the end. And then, of course, last week, really, the uh, the coup de grace by that coaching staff last week against uh against the Cowboys, and uh, Eric, I- I'll just ask you this on Minnesota's offense. If we had a, co- a coaching staff that wasn't stuck in 2012, would this offense be legitimate top five, top ten easily in this league? Uh, I think we uh, think we lost Eric here, so we'll try to we'll try to get Eric back in a second. Uh, again, Minnesota right now a six-point underdog on the road against the Baltimore Ravens. Uh, I do not have a bet on this play. On this game, I should say, with the Ravens uh, six-point favorites uh, against Minnesota uh, in that one. Uh, just while, while we're efforting to get Eric back, uh, quick updates uh, across the college football landscape. Uh, Iowa State really has taken it to Texas in the second half. 27-7. to seven. Uh, Texas had six yards of offense up until that last play in the second half against the Iowa State Cyclones. So, so 27 to 7 Iowa State uh, leading against Texas 11 minutes to go in the fourth quarter in that one uh of course as we mentioned Alabama survive in advance for the Alabama Crimson Tide uh 20 to 14 was the final for that one uh as Bama was able was able to escape we have Eric Eager back uh Eric what I was asking uh before we uh we lost you there. Uh, about the Minnesota Vikings, that coaching staff, a really a, a dinosaur coaching staff more than anything. If that, How different would that team look if they had an inventive coaching staff there, especially offensively? Yeah, I think the sky would be the limit, right? You have Jefferson, you have Thielen, you have uh, Tyler Gro- uh, Conklin, you have Dallin Cook, you have Kirk Cousins, who I think has played it really well. Uh, ultimately, I just don't think, you know, and maybe this is part of how Kirk has played since signing with Vikings, but they just don't trust him. And unfortunately, you know, I think it takes them from probably a top 10 offense in the NFL to a top 20 offense. And with that defense, a top 20 offense is not good enough to win with. Absolutely not. Uh, and we've and we've seen it this year uh, for Minnesota. Again, uh, under 500. Uh, still in the race, though, for the seventh seed in the NFC. Is That's going to be a slog to the finish line. Eric, let's go to uh, let's go to what was going to be the marquee matchup of the le- week uh, in Kansas City, but of course, as we know, uh, it's been a been a week for Aaron Rodgers tested positive uh, for COVID, ruled out of this game. Uh, the Chiefs seven and a half point favorites in this one uh, against the Packers with Jordan Love making his first career NFL start. Total forty eight on this one, Eric. Yeah, I think it says a lot about Matt Lafleur and what he's built in Green Bay when you look at. Monday night football, the Chiefs were favored by, you know, what it, what it was at close, about 11, 11 and a half. Um, that's a four-point difference. When you look at the Giants, you know, not necessarily full strength. They had a lot of injuries. But the Giants with their starting quarterback is four points worse than the Packers with, without one of the best quarterbacks to ever play the game. 
Uh, I think that speaks a lot to Matt LaFleur and what he's accomplished in Green Bay, 33-7 and seven, uh, as a head coach in the NFL. That's a huge uh, feather in his cap. He gets Jordan Love here. Uh, I think for the for the, the Packers, it's kind of a, a nice mulligan here. You get an AFC team, it's not going to factor into any tiebreakers. You get to see how good Jordan Love is against a good team, not a great team, especially the way Mahomes has played. Um, you know, but but it's certainly uh, uh, yeah, I, I would say a, a good break for the Chiefs at four and four, trying to get back uh, into the thick of things in the AFC West. Eric, we have about a minute to go here, and I want to ask you about Sunday night. Uh, Derrick Henry, of course, uh, out of this game, may miss the rest of the season with the broken foot. Titans at the Rams, seven-point line. Rams favored right now with a total of 52-and-a-half. Yeah, it looks like Derrick Henry, you know, is worth about a point. Uh, we've seen some buyback on Tennessee. I agree with that buyback, given that Julio Jones is probably going to play. Brian Tannehill has been a great quarterback over the past year plus. Uh, and, and A.J. Brown, despite the Colts doing everything they could to stop him, is not easily stoppable. Uh, I like Tennessee in this one, plus the point. Uh, I, I think the Rams are a little bit overrated coming off of a few easy wins here. He's Eric, he's Eric Eager. You can get him on the tweets at PFF underscore Eric. Definitely go follow Eric if you're not. Great football content every single hour of every single week. And Eric, thank you so much for being with us tonight. That's Eric Eager again. Uh, get him on the tweets at PFF underscore Eric. Pro Football Focus is where you can find all of Eric's great content. Uh, a little bit of wildness uh, going on in uh, college football, uh, including uh, that, that is a uh, that is a fox on the field in Tempe between USC and Arizona State. There you go. See, that's the type of night in college football so far. It's been. We're going to look at everything that's going on right now in college football and what has happened throughout the day next on Vsin's Bet Center. This is Bet Center on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Welcome back. This segment of Bet Center is brought to you by Zinn Nicotine Pouches, a fresh way to enjoy nicotine without all the baggage of cigarettes, dip, or vape. No more smelling like an ashtray, no more spit cups, and no batteries to charge your leaky equipment to deal with. Zinn Nicotine Pouches are smoke-free, spit-free, and available in 10 different varieties like Spearmint, Wintergreen, Citrus, and many more. And for your convenience, each comes in two strengths, so you can easily find a satisfaction level that's perfect for you. Zinn, America's number one nicotine pouch, available in over 100,000 locations nationwide, meaning it's never been easier to find your Zinn. So head on over to Zinn.com slash find to locate a store near you. That's Z-Y-N.com slash find. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. It is Vison's Bet Center. I'm Jeff Parles. Happy to be with you. There was a, uh, a, there was a fox on the field in, uh, in uh, Tempe. And I will say this, because... Uh, uh, that's the game that our colleague here uh, at uh, VSIN, uh, the host of My Guys in the Desert, Stor- Stormy Bonatoni, is at tonight. And I, I got to tell you, the uh, the video, I was going through social during the break, and uh, 
the Fox at one point was, I would say for myself, way too close to comfort for if I was in that situation. But Stormy just, like the professional sideline reporter she is, just the composure, not not phased at all by the wild animal within about five or six feet of her. So uh, bravo to Stormy. I'm sure there will be... uh, Sure, there'll be more coverage on the Fox on My Guys in the Desert, which, of course, is uh, at 2 o'clock Pacific time, 5 o'clock Eastern, uh, Monday through Friday, and Stormy will be back uh, on the saddle here at the Circa Studio on Monday uh, for that one. Uh, Speaking of that game, uh, Arizona State and USC, no score. Under five minutes into that one, Arizona State, a a 9.5 point line favorite uh, against USC, total 55.5. Just a, um, a, again, a game that, between two teams that have been so massively disappointing. USC, of course, on uh, interim coach, 4-4. Four and four. Arizona State coming off just what was, for lack of a better word, an embarrassment last week as, uh, as a three-score favorite losing by 13. And that was just window dressing at the end to get it to 13 against Wazoo at home. Uh, so no score there uh, in Tempe at Sun Devil Stadium. Uh, early goings in the first quarter. Uh, Washington and Oregon is where the eyeballs should be right now, though, in the Pac-12. Oregon, the final hope for a playoff appearance for the Pac-12. They're in the fourth quarter in Seattle. Eight minutes to go in the game. Oregon leads as a seven-point favorite, currently 10.5 on the live line, 24-16. Seven minutes to go there at Husky Stadium. Oregon needs to win out to have a chance at the college football playoff. Of course, Oregon next week gets Washington State. They're at Utah. They have Oregon State and then a showdown with Utah for the second time in three weeks. In all likelihood, if they were to win out in the Pac-12 title game, Oregon just picked up a second and 11 for a first down, a big first down for the Oregon Ducks. Uh, Other scores currently at the moment, Clemson and Louisville down at a wire there in Kentucky. Clemson 30, Louisville 24. Louisville with the ball driving. Malik Cunningham picks up a third and 10 into the red zone. Louisville goes. They'll have first and 10 at the 20-yard line with a buck 24 to go. And Louisville trying to pull the outright upset and send Clemson to 5-4 and four on the year if they were to pull this off there at Cardinal Stadium in Louisville. UTSA all over UTEP so far. So hopefully you didn't heed my advice on that one and went the other way. Uh, Roadrunners, a quick 13-0 lead, only halfway home in the first quarter. Uh, they had a, a 85-yard touchdown run mixed in. Uh, 22.5-point favorites now the Roadrunners are on the road at the Miners with uh, 7.5 to go in the first quarter. So uh, a long way to go, but a great start for the unbeaten Roadrunners against the UTEP Miners in that one. Overtime currently going in Boulder. Oregon State, who needs one more win to get to a bowl game, they hit a 60-yard field goal at the gun to force overtime, 34-34. Oregon, Oregon State, I should say, Oregon State Beavers, live, minus 145 against the Buffs. Uh, that is a uh, that is a Pac-12 Network special on that one, uh, Colorado and Oregon State. Uh, not going to lie, very surprised Colorado is capable of scoring 34 points in a football game. Very surprised at that. Uh, Colorado's offense been one of the worst in the country going into this game. Um, just just not a good football team this year in 2021 for the Buffs. 
Let's go through the data was in college football because, of course, in the next segment we'll go over to the full-on National Football League portion of the program. Uh, let's just rattle on through these. Let's start with number one Georgia, who we have not mentioned much because their game was a laugher against Missouri. Georgia doesn't cover, though. First cover of the year for the Missouri Tigers. Congratulations, everyone in FBS has covered a game this year now. Mizzou needed to be getting 40 points in order to cover said game. 43-6, to Georgia in a route, easy over the Tigers. And Georgia now 9-0, and even money favorites to win the college football playoff this year. 43-6, to Georgia in a route over Missouri this afternoon. Alabama struggling, as we talked about this whole show. Bama, 28.5 point favorite, only beating LSU by 6. A final at Brian Denny, 20 to 14. A little bit of alarming, a little, little bit of alarming performance there for Bama. Uh, only beating LSU 20 to 14 on that one. Number three, Michigan State went down today. Very impressive from Purdue. Aiden O'Connell, 536 yards passing. David Bell, 217 yards receiving. What a what a star David Bell is. Back to back, back to back years now. Two studs, Rondell Moore, of course. Purdue Boilermaker. Now David Bell is going to be an NFL wide receiver. Huge game against Michigan State. They finally suffer loss number one, 40-29. Purdue is a two-and-a-half-point underdog, winning outright at home. They've now beaten Iowa and Michigan State, who were both ranked in the top five at the time and when they played. So Purdue the giant slayer this year in the Big Ten. Number four, Oregon. Right now on the road against Washington, Oregon. Seven-point favorites, up by eight with the ball in the Washington red zone. 5.47 to go in the ballgame, 24-16. Oregon leading Washington live right now at Husky Stadium. Number five, Ohio State. Struggled, didn't cover, got the window. 26-17 against Nebraska. Nebraska covers as a 16-point underdog closing. Uh, Excuse me, I should say 14-point underdog, I should say. Uh, as Nebraska had opportunities, uh, bad special teams, few missed field goals for the Huskers, could have really had a chance here. But in the end, Ohio State escapes 26-17. to Ohio State still has games looming against Michigan State and Michigan. But, hey, the Giant Slayer goes to the Horseshoe next week. Purdue goes to Ohio State next week. Very uninspiring performance from Cincinnati today. They don't they don't cover, they don't come close to covering, but do win to stay undefeated. 28-20 over Tulsa. Uh their college game day was in Cincy for that one. But a really uninspiring performance. Tulsa covers with ease as a 20 plus point underdog in that one. Uh but Cincinnati not doing themselves any favors with that performance today. You can eliminate Wake Forest today. By the way, 22 and a half point line officially on Cincinnati at closing time. A Wake Forest essentially eliminated from playoff contention today. As a two-and-a-half-point underdog in the non-conference game between conference foe North Carolina. Have fun explaining that to the kids. 58-55, uh, Wake Forest falls to UNC. 24-7 in favor of the Tar Heels in the fourth quarter. The difference in that one, Sam Howell, great for North Carolina. Carolina covers as a two-and-a-half-point favorite. Even though Wake Forest ranked in the top ten, they will not be when the new college football ranking comes out on Tuesday. Notre Dame with a cover and a win against Navy, 34-6. to Really not much to say on that one. Notre Dame keeps their slim hopes alive for the college football playoff. Oklahoma State handles West Virginia 24-3. to Oklahoma State 
If they win out, I don't know if they're dead yet in the college football playoff race. They would be pretty clearly the fourth best team, regardless of who else was in that field. But 24 to 3 to cover his three and a half point favorites on the road in Morgantown. Baylor loses at TCU. First game out of the Gary Patterson era. Of course, he was let go earlier in the week for TCU. Horn Frogs behind. First time started at a Chandler Morris, who was unbelievable. 461 yards passing. TCU wins outright as an underdog at home at Fort Worth. 30-28, to 28, and then an elimination game for good in the SEC West. Auburn loses in College Station, Texas A&M, 20, Auburn 3. Aggies covers 3.5-point favorites. Auburn, any slim shot they had for a college football playoff berth done. Texas A&M nearly got the gift with Alabama struggling but winning against LSU 20 to 20 to 14, but AM still technically alive in the SEC West race. Clemson held 30 to 24. Clemson will beat Louisville. And when we get back on VSIN's Bet Center, we're going to the NFL. <laughs> 